0: I wanted to be one of the guys. You know, I wanted to uh, get the attention of the girls. I wanted the stories. Uh, I simply just wanted to matter.
1: When you think about Greek life, Christian faith might be the absolute last thing that comes to mind. But we not only believe that it's possible to be Greek and Christian, but also that it's the best way to experience Greek life and grow your faith. We have real, honest conversations about how to approach Greek life from a Christian perspective. Including things like recruiting and pledging, drinking and drugs, sex and dating, leadership and philanthropy, and much more. This podcast is by Greeks and for Greeks. Our hosts and guests are all members of fraternities and sororities who collectively have decades worth of experience living out their faith in Greek life. Welcome to the Greek and Christian Podcast.
2: Hey, hey, everyone, this is Allison, the host of the Greek and Christian podcast, and actually we're doing something a little bit different today. So we are taking a break from our current season of the podcast to introduce a new series of bonus episodes. So we'll be releasing these uh, here and there throughout the spring um, and continuing to do so throughout uh, this coming fall. But this new series of bonus episodes will be called Greek Stories. These bonus episodes will feature a Greek alum, just like you, uh, sharing how God met them in Greek life. So today we're going to be hearing from John, and actually John will be familiar to you if you've been listening to the podcast for a while. John, or as we like to call him, J-Mac, has been a co-host of the Greek and Christian podcast for several seasons, and J-Mac was also one of the main speakers at Greek Conference this year. And he'll be sharing about how uh, he met God through his time in Sigma Nu at Clemson University. So enjoy.
0: So I was in the Bahamas uh, with a group of friends, and we were staying in this massive hotel. Uh, I remember the first night I got separated from the rest of them and spent an hour looking for them and literally could not find them. Uh, And so I eventually thought, those guys left me, you know what, and I'm on vacation, so... I'm just going to have fun by myself. So I went to the hotel bar and ordered a drink. (laughs) Turns out uh, my friends had been looking for me, and they found me four hours later in that hotel bar, blackout drunk, dancing on stage with a group of girls to, girls just want to have fun. Not my proudest moment. But I didn't always enjoy drinking. In fact, early on in high school, I didn't even drink. I didn't smoke. I didn't go to parties. Uh, Instead, I went to church and Bible studies but none of my other friends did. In fact, they were drinking and partying and doing drugs in like middle school, Uh, but I held out because I wanted to try to do the right thing. You know, I wanted to win the approval of my pastors and parents, but it got to the point where uh, I got tired of sitting at my house on a Friday night And then showing up on a monday morning at school and hearing about all these crazy cool ridiculous funny stories that i was never a part of i wanted to be one of the guys you know i wanted to uh, get the attention of the girls i wanted the stories Uh, i simply just wanted to matter you know Uh, and the funny thing is the bible has a word for this it's glory and the word literally means just wait Uh, The idea is that the more matter an object has, the more it weighs. And in the same way, the more a person's image or reputation uh, carries weight, the more they matter. I didn't feel like I mattered. You know, people knew me, but they didn't talk about me. And so eventually I said, you know what? I'm missing out. They've got it. I don't. And I jumped into the party scene. And I loved it. Uh, and then I got to college and what better way to continue the party in college than to join a fraternity. So I joined for none of the noble reasons like brotherhood or values. To me, it was all about big parties and pretty girls. And when you join for that reason, it's pretty much what you get. And so that was my life. A given weekend, uh, you know, I'd get out of class on a Thursday afternoon and I would think to myself, I am going to get more drunk tonight than I have ever been in my entire life. Uh, Thursday nights were house parties, Friday nights were fraternity parties, Saturdays were football tailgates. You know, we wake up and start shotgunning beers at 6 a.m. for a game that didn't even start till seven that night. Uh, And then came Sundays, right? And uh, we may have not gone to church, but uh, we had our own type of worship service. You know, everybody would wake up all hungover, and they'd stumble into the fraternity lounge. And then people would begin to share their testimonies of what happened that weekend. How drunk I got, how much I drank, how many girls I hooked up with. And uh, and then other people would bear witness to it, saying how stupid they look or how crazy they were. Uh, and I, you know what, I thought this only happened in fraternities. Uh, I woke up one morning on the sorority hall, and turns out they do the exact same thing. I walked into the kitchen, and all the girls were gathered, and they were talking about who said what to who, and what she wore, and who shacked up with who, and uh, shoot, they even cooked pancakes while they did it. Ain't nobody cooking pancakes at the fraternity hall. They did it right, but the, the whole point of it felt like, regardless of who was saying it or where it was happening, uh, the point was that whoever got the most laughs or was a part of the craziest stories or hooked up with the most girls, that's who mattered. You know, that was the person uh, that all the other people wanted to be like or to be with. And that was my life, uh, always trying to uh, win the approval and the acceptance of my fraternity brothers or sorority girls, always trying to, to manufacture my own sense of, like, image and reputation, yet at, uh, at some point it started to feel like it wasn't enough anymore. I found myself at those same parties, Um, at our fraternity house, surrounded surrounded by hundreds of people with, you know, the band playing and the drinks coming and the girls dancing, thinking to myself, (laughs) is this it? Is this the ultimate attainment of the college experience? Because everything around me right now says you've got it it does not get better than moments like this. And I was actually angry uh, at this feeling. You know, um, I actually tried to just drink more and party more just to ignore it. And yet, the more that I did, uh, the less I got out of it and the worse that I felt. In fact, there was one night where I woke up in bed with my formal date and just throwing up. uh, All over me, all over her, all over our bed and I spent the rest of that night bent over a trash can, half-dressed in a tux, thinking to myself, you know, is this the good life? Is this what everybody's really after, you know? Uh, And having grown up in church, I knew the answer. Uh, I had a pretty good hunch that it wasn't. There's a Christian theologian and author C.S. Lewis uh, and he once wrote a paper called The Weight of Glory and in it he wrote, it seems that our Lord would find our desires not too strong but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures messing around with drink and sex and ambition because we don't know that we have infinite joy offered to us. Like a child in a slum making mud pies because he can't imagine something better than this. We are far too easily pleased. (laughs) And man, was that true for me. I had spent uh, pretty much my the majority of my college career trying to manufacture this sense of image and pursuing this sense of uh, greatness and glory and trying to win the approval from everybody else, pastors, parents, fraternity brothers, sorority girls, all just to get this sense that that I mattered, that I was important. And yet in the end, it just seemed to leave me with this cheap sense of self-confidence, so with that, I stopped trying to manufacture my own image and started to own the fact that I already had one, that I'm made in God's image. I didn't have to drink or smoke or hook up in order to matter. I mattered simply because he made me, because he saved me. I, you know, I mattered simply because I'm me.
1: The Greek and Christian podcast is produced by Greek InterVarsity, a non-profit college ministry for fraternity and sorority students. Our ultimate vision is to see every fraternity and sorority connected to a community of Greek Christians so that every Greek is just one friend away from knowing and following Jesus. To learn more, find a community on campus or partner with us, visit greek.intervarsity.org.